final score here from uh, Maples Pavilion at Stanford is Stanford 86 and BYU 83. BYU's season ends in the first round of the NIT. Stanford tonight shot to 45% from the field, 44.8 precisely. BYU was 44.7, so barely outshot were the Cougars. Stanford shot 32% from three, and BYU just 22% from three, and that number was decisive on this night. Free throws, both teams missed their share. Stanford shot 59, and BYU shot 60%. Rebounds to Stanford plus 10. Offensive rebounds 14 to 10 in Stanford's favor, so BYU did a lot of work on the offensive glass after halftime. Second chance points ended up favoring Stanford only by two, 13 to 11. Points off of turnovers favored BYU, plus 14, 22 to 8. Points the paint favored BYU, plus 14, 54 to 40. Fast break in BYU's favor, 6 to 4. Bench in BYU's favor, 19 to 13. Three ties, 11 lead changes, and Stanford does win it by three. 25 from Reed Travis, 17 from Dorian Pickens, 13 from Oscar Da Silva, 12 from Dejon Davis, 11 for Michael Humphrey. Casey Ocapala with 8 gets you to 86. BYU's 83. Come on, 28 from Bryant. 12 from Hardnet. 11 from Childs. 10 from Haas. 9 from Dastrup. 7 from Bergeson. 3 for Selyus and 3 for Worthington. BYU turned it over 10 times. Stanford 16 times on the night. BYU 13 assists and 10 turnovers. 13 assists on 34 makes. A low percentage for BYU, 18 assists on 30 makes for Stanford, 18 assists and 16 turnovers. Five blocks, four steals for the Cougs, four blocks, seven steals for the Cardinal. BYU led after one by two, led after two by four, trailed after three by nine. And that third quarter did BYU in tonight, 26 to 13, Stanford had the advantage in quarter at number three. BYU rebounded for a 31-point fourth quarter, including some crazy dramatics late. Outscored Stanford 31-25, but the end of the first half and the start of the second half was the decisive stretch for BYU. And unfortunately, kind of a repeat of a couple of late-season losses in that respect. BYU had a 39-30 lead with 141 to go in the first half, and from that point, Stanford went on an 11 I make it a 12-0 run spanning halftime. And that 12-0 run turned the game, and BYU would not lead in the game at any point the rest of the way. And that turned it. Last two minutes of the first half and the first uh, couple minutes of the second half, and that was where the run was done. 12-0 for Stanford, and that kind of spelled BYU's doom tonight. Although, BYU found a way, Mark, time and again to stay in the game. A late 10-0 run coming after a Dave Rose technical foul, which gave uh, Stanford a couple of points. But uh, certainly no doubting the tenacity or resiliency of this group this year, as BYU was a lot of fun to watch. Comebacks, they kind of made uh, their calling card, especially late in the year. And uh, just falls a little bit short tonight, 86 to 83. We'll take a look now at our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what? Address this. It, it cannot be an ongoing problem for this team to be successful in, in college basketball. And you got to be able to shoot the three, but particularly in the third quarter, one for eight from three. In the fourth quarter, one for seven, the big Elijah three to keep him in it. That's two for 15 in the second half from three. I mean, that's that's almost impossible. It's amazing to me that BYU's even in this game. The offensive rebound finally come, came to play, and, and BYU actually shot more field goals than Stanford. But uh, you, you just have to be able to knock down the three. And, and it's not even about shooting 40 or 50%. It's just 30, 35%, and you win this game. And uh, that, that it's frustrating because they, they did play so hard and did – 
fight back, and they always believe that they can win. Maybe if you start believing they can win a little earlier so you're not digging out of such a hole, but that was almost really another miraculous comeback. That would have been just amazing. BYU will go back, or maybe they won't go back and watch this one. When they do, uh, they'll see a lot of guys get to the uh, basket tonight with a chance to finish. Time and, after and, time. An inordinate number of close-in misses for BYU tonight. More free-throw misses than normal for BYU as well. They took only 15 but missed six. And, and Elijah Bryant, uncharacteristically, went three for eight from the free-throw line. So you're a 90% guy, misses five in a game you lose by three. So many little things you can look to in this game. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, again, pick your uh, culprit, if you will. Yeah. BYU's just close enough uh, to lose this thing by, by three points tonight. Double-doubles in a losing effort for Yoli Childs, 11-10. and 10, But does fouled out on a 5 of 15 shooting for Yoli. A 1 for 4 from distance. So he was 4 for 11 inside the three-point line. And the way Yoli shoots and plays, you know those are close-in looks, all within about 10 feet. And he had a rough shooting night on 11 points, 10 rebounds. Elijah Bryant... And they can't fault the effort in any way. 20 points, 28 points, beg your pardon. 28 points, 10 rebounds, couple of assists, 37 minutes of play. He was 11 for 20 from the field, three big threes. Uh, struggled from the free throw line, as we talked about a moment ago, but uh, he really uh, balled out tonight and gave BYU a shot with a big, big three late in this game. And the Cougars just made it interesting, as they have done so many times this year. Final that, score. That Sorry, Mark. last missed free throw, Greg. That was perfectly run. Elijah missed it just bad enough. And... Uh, the, on the strong side, they sealed out. TJ came from the, the opposite side, able to get that. And I think he just got a little bit anxious because he had plenty of time. He wanted to get to the three-point line, jumped out to the three-point line, was kind of fading. I, he had McKay uh, wide open. I, I like TJ taking as much as anybody, but just a little bit hurried. But what a great play there to get a chance. And actually had two chances at the three, and neither one goes. Stanford on to Stillwater. They'll play next Monday. So had BYU won tonight, it would have gotten a nice little break before going to Oklahoma next Monday. So Stanford at Oklahoma State on that's, that part of the bracket. That's tough, man. For either BYU or Stanford, that's a tough matchup going out there. All right, so Stanford on the road and BYU headed home, and the season is over at 24-11 and 11 on the year. Postgame coverage continues from Maples Pavilion. Right next, it's going to be Cougar Postgame Live with Jason Shepard. BYU falls to Stanford in the first round of the NIT 86-83 on the new skin, BYU Sportsnet. final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! Zach Selyus! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. BYU season comes to an end with an 86-83 loss at Stanford in the first round of the NIT. We'll get back out to Palo Alto for the Cougar Locker Room show coming up in just a few minutes. But there are quite a few scores to update you on tonight. We will start with the first four in the NCAA tournament. There were two games tonight. The first, a couple of 16 seeds. Texas Southern defeating North Carolina Central. That one went 64 
46 the final score. That one in the West region, in the Midwest region. It was a close game, not necessarily an exciting game. Both teams struggled to score. It was uh, the 11 seed Syracuse Orange taking on the 11 seed Arizona State Sun Devils. Syracuse wins by four. The final score there, 62-56. Syracuse and Texas Southern moving on in the NCAA tournament. Other NIT action. In fact, the other game that was kind of mirroring time-wise, BYU and Stanford was Washington and Boise State. Stanford and BYU ended in a three-point game. Well, Washington defeated Boise State by 377-74 was the final. And that technically was an upset, even though the game was played in Seattle. Washington is the fifth seed, Boise State the four seed. But the Broncos season comes to an end. The Huskies moving on in the NIT. Other finals, it was LSU defeating Louisiana 84 276. Marquette tops Harvard 67 to 60. Penn State, the four seed, tops Temple, the five seed at 63 to 57. Mississippi State defeats Nebraska 66 to 59. And in Salt Lake City at the Huntsman Center, the University of Utah rallied in the second half. They defeat UC Davis 69 to 59. In the CBI, everything so far is, in fact, everything that has. Uh, been played on the schedule is uh, it's done mercer defeating grand canyon 78 to 73 in the first round of the cbi tournament central arkansas defeats seattle 92 to 90 san francisco the dons repping the west coast conference in the cbi they get the win at home over colgate 72 to 68 it was Campbell, 10 better than Miami of Ohio at 97-87. to 87. In overtime, Jackson's, Jacksonville State, 2 better than Canisius at 80-78. to 78. New Orleans on top of UT Rio Grande Valley, 77-74. to 74. And North Texas defeats South Dakota, 90-77. Coming up on the other side, we'll check in on the pros. Scores from the NBA coming up next. BYU losing at Stanford. The Cardinal defeating the Cougars tonight at Maples Pavilion. 8683. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live coming up next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU ends the 2017-2018 basketball season with a record of 24 and 11. Season comes to an end tonight. In Palo Alto, California, Stanford defeating BYU by a final score of 86-83. to We'll get you back out to Maples Pavilion coming up in just a second. Let's update you on the night in the pros. The NBA action overtime in Sacramento as the Kings host the Miami Heat. Overtime just started. It is 111-111 with 4.15 to go in OT at Golden State. Let's see, no Steph Curry, no Draymond Green, no Klay Thompson. So far, no problem because, you know what, Golden State still has another all-star in Kevin Durant. They lead the L.A. Lakers by 10, 98-88. Speaking of Kevin Durant, 22 points, 4 rebounds, and 5 assists. That game with just 9 minutes to go in the fourth quarter for the Warriors with a 10-point lead. Two finals from earlier tonight in Orlando. The Magic defeated the Milwaukee Bucks 126-117. to Giannis Antetokounmpo with, uh, let's see, 38 points, 10 rebounds, and 7 assists in the loss. And a really good game in Boston. In double overtime, the Wizards go into Boston and defeat the Celtics by a point, 125-124. to Bradley Beal with 34 points, 7 rebounds, and 9 assists. 
That is going to do it for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to Maples Pavilion for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Palo Alto, 86-83. Stanford defeated BYU, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, Pulse fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. NIT first round, final score, Stanford 86 and BYU 83. The three seed holds off the six here at Maples tonight. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you. 18-39 on hand to watch tonight's contest. Jashir Hardnett played an excellent game for BYU. Six of eight from the field, 12 points on the night, four rebounds, three assists, a blocked shot. And a couple of steals in the 35 minutes of play. Jashir coming to the court side with the ice bag on his right knee. He was uh, he was grinding out there tonight, Mark. And we both thought he played a tremendous game. Yeah, one of Jashir's best games and really was the spark to the comeback to get BYU in this thing. And congratulations. I know it's, I know it's rough and the season's over and you lost the game. But uh, I'm excited about how you played tonight, Jashir. And you, you and the rest of the guys should be proud of your effort and coming back and, and having, giving yourself a chance. Yeah, thank you. That was kind of the uh, one of the trademarks of this team, right? Never out of it, right? Yeah, right. Um, uh, that's how we've been all season. Uh, we always find, sometimes we find ourselves down, you know, being able to battle back. So that's kind of something we, we stuck with. You, uh, you, you've played some really good teams late in the year with St. Mary's and Gonzaga, three of your last four games. How would you say Stanford maybe compared to what you saw at the top of the West Coast Conference this year? Um, just size, you know, and being um, long and just being able to, you know, guard everything because they're so big. So, you know, that kind of stood out the most with this Stanford team. How do you feel you guys uh, had – how do you feel the game plan was set up and did what you see on the floor kind of meet with what you thought would happen from the scout? Yeah, well, uh, our coaches did a tremendous job, you know, giving us scout report on this team. You know, um, we took it. And we just ran with what they gave us, and I feel like we did good. You know, it just some things we wish we could go back and change, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, the end of the first half wasn't ideal, and then to start the second half wasn't great. What was Stanford doing differently, you know, having success, you know, creating turnovers and playing defense in the first half, but they seemed to go on a little run to start the second half? Um, they just came out with energy. I feel like we was like a daisy when we walked in uh, and started the half. But, you know, we eventually, you know, got going and kind of, like, tried to battle back. I mentioned the ice pack on your right knee. You hope you're, we hope you're okay. Uh, you took a little knock late or a little pop late. Uh, just hope to get that thing figured out. And do you think it's uh, going to be anything too serious for you? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's hurting right now. I feel like um, I take some, you know, some pain medicine and it'll stop. So tomorrow I'll find out, you know, if it's still in pain or not. Well, uh, there is some time to recover, obviously. A little earlier end of your season than you would have liked. Uh, but uh, when you look back on the year at 24-11, and 11, uh, what are the initial feelings you're left with? Um, with everybody returning, you know, uh, no seniors on the team. You know, I just feel like this same team coming back with extra little pieces, you know, make it a better season than this year. So We'll take a break. We'll come back and some closing comments from Jashir Hardnett, courtside here at Stanford on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back courtside here. Maples Pavilion, Stanford. Uh, BYU falls to the Cardinal by a score of 86-83. to Jashir Hardnett here with his courtside. Just another minute or two as we wrap things up before uh, Dave Rose joins us. Uh, Shir, you mentioned uh, that 
with no one graduating, this team comes back intact next year. Uh, what would you think would be the goals for both yourself personally and for the group here in these months to come uh, during the offseason? Um, just everybody getting back to what they know, you know, shooting shots that they're used to, and, you know, everybody just getting back in routine of playing how they play. You know, um, that's play a big thing, and just everybody being confident. Did you share BYU is a unique place? Some might say weird. I don't know how much you do about BYU before you came here, but uh, how – how would you characterize uh, you've been here a year now? How, how has it been for you at BYU? I know we're sure happy to have you. Um, definitely. Um, it's been I, I've liked it. Uh, it's been kind of friendly, a little cold for me, you know. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's good to walk outside and look at mountains with ice and stuff on it. And it's been nice, you know. Everybody's been welcoming me, you know, and knowing I'll be here for a couple of years, so it's been definitely nice. How different will you look, or will your game look next year if you if you do things the way you want? Um, well, it look a lot different. Um, you know, with me just coming in, you got to get used to the system. Um, me coming in, at first I didn't understand that. Uh, I thought, like, I, I'm getting held back and stuff like that. But after talking to the coach, it's like, you got to be ready. You know, everybody else has to wait their time and your time coming, so don't really force it. But I'll be able to, you know, do a lot more with the ball and creating for others and myself. You started the last 32 games of this year. You came in as a starter early, didn't give that spot back. Uh, so hopefully, you know, I know BYU fans are proud of you for taking that role and, and filling it. You think you can just build on that for next year? Oh, well, definitely. Uh, I'm going to go home, you know, get back to the basic things that I know and the shots that I shoot, and, you know, and I'm going to come back here in the summer and I'm going to, you know, make it known that I'm used to making these shots and show the coaching staff that I'm, I can do it, you know, and they'll feel like they'll give me more leeway next year. Well, it's been fun to get to know you and to see your BYU career get off to the start it did. Uh, congratulations on a, on a really solid first season for you here uh, in Provo with the Cougs. We look forward to what's to come next for you. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right, that's just your hardnet. Dave Rose next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, one of this uh, BYU team's calling cards in the 2017-18 season was truly resiliency and fight and tenacity and staying in games and grinding to keep in games. And that's what exactly what BYU did tonight, falling eventually by three, 86-83 here at Stanford. The head coach, the BYU Cougars, Dave Rose, with us here on the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. And, Coach, you've seen it before, so you're not surprised by what your, your guys gave you tonight to, to stay in this game and take this thing to really the closing seconds. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm. Uh, obviously, we're all disappointed because we uh, we wanted to, you know, to move on and keep playing in this tournament. And you know, there comes a part, uh, you know, a time where you know you lose a game and then there's no more games left. And and that's uh, it's hard to go in that locker room and kind of you know try to you know face those guys and and, and try to say something that makes them feel better because nothing really makes you feel better. But um, that's that's really. You know the the message is that this this team found a a really unique way to um, stay together and and overcome uh, a lot of things and and, and you know every team kind of has its own uh, story and, and and its own legacy but that this group of guys um, you, you take from yesterday where Dalton's in surgery having his shoulder repaired and then we bring a group here and we've got to find a way to to, to adjust to that and overcome it. And, uh, you know, we win three quarters. It's that third quarter that, 
Um, you know, they came out with really aggressive and did a great job of getting the ball beneath the zone and then getting it back. And we tried to play zone a little bit to protect our foul trouble. And, you know, it's one of those things, Greg, we've talked about so many times, like what's the difference between playing at home and playing on the road? And, and, and sometimes it is just, you know, you know, merely that your all your substitutions are based on the officials. And that's what happened tonight. All of our substitutions were basically based upon – two fouls on this guy in the first half, two fouls on this, and then you don't have a deep bench, and so you bring another guy in, you get a third foul. And and what, what does that affect? It affects everything. It affects your aggressiveness. It affects individuals' mindset of how they're going to go. And so I uh, I feel for the guys, but, you know, they, they, they fought hard. And, um, you know, hopefully that we'll, you know, we'll get a, a group back in here next year because that, that they, they have a special a, a special uh, – uh, just relationship. Their chemistry is really good where they challenge each other and they fight with each other and they play for each other. And, and that's not always easy to get. You get guys in here that are good players, but you just don't get what this team has. And uh, with all of them, you know, being underclassmen, hopefully we, we get them all back and we get a chance to do this again with this group. Well, you might have hinted at this a little bit, Coach, but I, I, I'm sure as you coach over the years, you remembered certain teams for certain things and there are probably a couple of unique characteristics you go back over the years for teams what how would you look at this team what what are some things that come to mind that you're going to remember about this particular group well i, I think a lot of it we just you know we just mentioned but uh uh what what really you know stands out to me is so many so many things you know you're, you're right in the middle of probably the best run of a couple teams in your league that they've had in the history of their programs. You know, St. Mary's and Gonzaga, as good as they've ever been. And, you know, these guys are always challenged, you know, to try to be better than that group. And we take a loss with a, you know, a last-second shot that goes in, we win the game, and we get off to a, a whole different kind of start in conference. But it didn't deter these guys. These guys stayed stayed at it, and they continued to, to compete and play hard. And, uh, took a really hard loss the other night uh, when we all thought we could get ourselves in the NCAA tournament, which is the goal of our team from the very start, first day we jump out there. And, you know, you're playing for 18 minutes and it's back and forth, and then they go on a run and, and we, you know, go cold, as cold as we've gone in any game all year long. And what are you going to do the next time you play? We get a game and these guys come out and fight, and we, we get a lead in the first quarter, and we get a lead in the second quarter, we go in at halftime. And, you know, like I said, we. Not very many times in a season, in the times that I've coached, that I've got one of my best players with three fouls in the first half. It just doesn't happen. And a lot of times it's because by design I won't play that guy. But our bench was so short tonight that it was kind of necessary to, to, to do that. And they still responded. He got down, got down big, double digits. The guys went right to the wire. And we got that last shot. It wouldn't have tied the game because TJ's foot was on the line with the, the longer three-point line. But yeah. but they fought to get the miss. They fought to get the offensive rebound. They fought to get that last shot. They fought to get another rebound. Um, and we got the shot off late. So that's, that's what I'll remember about this group. It's a, a fighting group that overcame not only issues on the floor and issues, uh, you know, competing in games, but roster issues, personnel issues. And the injury, I mean, my goodness, we've got five guys at home right now with, um, you know, all nursing some type of injury. And so I, uh, uh, that's what I'll remember. 
Speaking of which, we got Peyton on the floor in front of us here, and he's a former hockey player. He took a hockey injury tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets uh, his, his chin split open, and Doc Rich goes in, sews him back up, and at halftime he says, I'm ready to go. And, you know, he played 23 minutes tonight, and, and good minutes for us. I, I think that he really uh, um, really helped us, especially on the offensive end. And, uh, you know, he, I, I just, you know, Ryland came in and gave us great minutes when we needed his, the minutes he made. I mean, athletically, made an unbelievable block in transition, hit a couple shots, got to the free throw line. So, like I said, this is a, this is a, a, a team that has – um, a ton of potential, and I'm, I'm really looking to grow to grow this team as uh, you know we we get them back. Coach Rose's closing comments for the season coming up next. Final score: Stanford 86 and BYU 83. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Final score here at uh, Stanford, 86-83. The Cardinal over the Cougars. The Stanford moving on to Stillwater. They'll play Oklahoma State next Monday. And BYU will head home after a 24-11 and season comes to a close here on the farm. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant, and the head coach, the Cougars, uh, Dave Rose, with some uh, closing thoughts for the year, I guess, as we are now done. And it always seems to come quicker than I would like. Even 30 games in, it feels like it just flew by. And Coach Rose, I'm not sure what your feelings are in that respect. But... Uh, you do get this group back, as you noted before, and I think that's probably one of the most encouraging things you take back home. Well, you know, I think that, uh, you know, when you think of, of uh, the season itself and the timing of the season, see, the season did go per- by pretty quick, and I think you mentioned the fact that you're getting older, so it goes quicker. But um, the, the, the thing that – I didn't have to fight this team. I mean, this team – this team, they, they, they create. We had great leadership, and the guys were excited. And we had, as I told you from the beginning, it was a, a really good practicing team. They competed. They, they did a good job of being able to get off of the bad stuff and get onto the good stuff. And uh, that probably is a, is a lot of the reasons why, you know, I felt like it's, you know, kind of flown by a little bit. But uh, I, I, I do think we, we established some real. Uh, uh, roots with this group that we can build and, and grow on and uh, and uh, I, I look forward to the challenge and, and I know these guys will they'll give us everything we got and and uh, you know the off season is going to be full of real uh, work and 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 positive um, improvement by these guys because they're they're all competitors and they all want to get better and they know what we can do if uh, we get it all you know moving in the right direction. Yeah, people can kind of have a general idea of what goes on from October to March, but you talk about the offseason. What do you expect from these guys? What, how, how involved can you be as coaches to help them get better? What's Just what's the general expectation of what these guys need to do until next October? Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, each player kind of handles it a little bit different. There's some guys that need, you know, they need to rest. They need to get better. They need to get their bodies better. They've got maybe some issues that they've got to take care of in the training room. And and then, you know, I, I try to get them, you know, as far as education is concerned, you know, we'll go to the – some of them will go to spring semester, but not all of them. And, but we'll uh, we'll all go to summer semester, and that's when the, the coaches have a chance to get with the guys a couple hours a week. I think that one of the real uh, focuses and emphasis of, of uh, the offseason with this group – will just be time in the gym shooting the ball. I think that we can all, we can all become better shooters. I think the team is actually 
maybe a better shooting team than our numbers actually played out this year. So we're going to challenge them, and we're going to get them in, and, and maybe even a couple times a day, uh, sometimes with us in the gym. Uh, but a lot of times they just need to be in there on their own and, and going through, uh, you know, uh, individual workouts and procedures in which we can chart stuff and we've got a whole new system in our uh, annex and practice facility where um, you know they can chart these these shots every day and uh, I believe that's uh, one of the things that will be really really important for us moving forward Um, and I I think that'll be a, a, a big focus. Well, Coach, we've spent a lot of time in conversation over the last five or six months, whatever it is, and we'll take a break for a few, and we'll give you a break from us, and uh, we'll do it again certainly next year with uh, full anticipation of another exciting and successful season, which is all we really know on, under you and, and your staff. And, and, again, I hope everybody in Cougar Nation properly appreciates the level uh, to which Coach Rose and his staff and players win annually uh, to put themselves in these kinds of positions year in, year out, without fail. Don't ever take it for granted, Coach. You know better than anybody how hard it is to put yourself in these kinds of spots. It's hard when it ends this way, but you're uh, you're in the arena, and you are every year. Yeah, and, and I appreciate that, Greg. I think that you'll never get everybody on the same page as far as what they appreciate and what they don't appreciate. But uh, I'll tell you what I appreciate right now, besides this team and their effort, is Cougar Nation and the fact that we were able to win this uh, Infinity ESPN Infinity Coaches Charity Challenge. I mean, it, it's, it's quite an, an undertaking, and uh, the team that... Cheryl put together and, and uh, the help that we got from so many people. But the main thing was people voted for, uh, you know, for us and for our cause. And uh, I'll remember that. Mark, you asked me what I remember about this season. This team all jumped in. I, how, how do you win a social media contest when you're not on social media? Because you're not. <laughs> you get a lot of people to help you. Yeah. That's how you do it. And my team all jumped in and went on all their accounts and, you know, I had so many people that reached out to other people, and then those people reached out to other people. And, you know, the fact that we're going to present a check here in a month or so to uh, the Simmons Center for $100,000, and all we really needed from Cougar Nation was just to, you know, jump in, participate, and help us. And uh, I, I've, I've been around asking people for money. That's, that's not the funnest thing in the world. But uh, this was actually really fun because we just asked people to kind of participate and jump in. And I, I think they they all realized that uh, the students in the Simmons Center will really benefit, will all benefit because of the research that's being done to try and cure cancer. But uh, I'll, I'll remember that this season. You know, you, you think it's, it's just, you know, it just happens. But when you jump in there and January 2nd this thing started and there's 10 weeks, and you put yourself out there. I'm, I'm not. That's not my personality. I don't put myself out there to try to uh, bring a lot of things, uh, you know, in, in any direction. <laughs> but it, there was stress. There was stress in the house. There was stress on the bus. I mean, every time, you know, Cheryl was. Uh, the, the, those days would come where they moved to the next round, to the next round. You know, she was trying to get me to figure out new ways to get votes, and and she was figuring out new ways to get votes. But I I just can't say enough thanks to our team, people who helped us, and uh, obviously the people who voted for us. That'll be something that'll be special about this year, too. Well, it was another great uh, team effort in a season of of team efforts, Uh, game in, game out. Well, Coach Rose... That'll do it All right. for this season. Thanks, Greg. Uh, congratulations again on the, on the year we've had, and we look forward to the next one. All right. Thanks, Greg.
Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. All right, back courtside here at Maples Pavilion here at uh, Palo Alto, Stanford, California. has its own little uh, designation as a community here. A final score, 86-83, Cardinal over the Cougars. Stanford moving on to the second round of the NIT. There are 16 teams remaining. Stanford, one of them. They'll play at Stillwater, taking, Oklahoma, taking on Oklahoma State next Monday. BYU heads home after a 24-11 and campaign. Mark, to uh, sign off the season and say our thank yous and get on out of here. Hard to believe, man. Here we are. Another year down. 21. 21 more to go. Probably, probably not. No, no. You know, I just—it's always nice to to kind of reminisce at a moment like this, and I, I just love BYU and everything it stands for, and these young men and the coaches. I mean, I was sitting there at the end of the the last game in the Merritt Center, guy. I thought, how many people are involved, and everything goes on, and you got you got the cheerleaders do a great job, and Jody Maxville and the and the Cougarettes, and then you got the the, the policemen that are there that always shake their hands, say hi, and the the ushers and you know the, the janitorial that come in and after, and and uh, and the rock and the the leadership of the rock and the half times and the the dunk team and uh, and all the t- the timeouts and everything that goes into it is just awesome. The merit center is, is awesome, and then these young men and watching guys like Yoli, who I watched at Bingham High, develop into the kind of player he's become. And Elijah, what a great year from him. And uh, you go down the list of all those guys. I mean. It's just an incredible group, and uh, you got the scorekeepers, and uh, I mean, uh, listen, you got Aubrey Reeves and the, and uh, and the, all the people in the office. And of course, the great Kyle Chilton. I just Kyle's one of my favorite people in the world. Just love Kyle Chilton. Does such a great job. You go around all these different places, and you really learn to appreciate when it's done right and professional. And Kyle's as good as they come, and everybody involved with the, you know, at, you know, marketing and. And sports information, and uh, I mean, and of course, uh, Coach Rose. I just think the world of him. What a great man he is, and Tim Lacombe, and and uh, Quincy Lewis, and Andrew May, and uh, and Heath Schroyer. What a great thing it was to have Heath back. And I mean, I'm missing a lot of people, but uh, the point is, it's Tim great. Lacombe. Tim, I, I, I said, said Tim, okay, I said Tim Lacombe and their wives, Cheryl yeah. and Tim's wife. I mean, they're. It's just an amazing, ama- and the people in the travel office that get book our stuff and <laughs> reimburse us for all our expensive meals that we have. You know, Greg, nothing to spare no expense when we go on the road, as you know. And no, but uh, but the point is, it's it's great to be a part of such a wonderful thing, and I it's, it's it's been a part of me for my whole life, and I love that I can be a part of it and be uh, on the radio and get a front row seat, and uh, even in the in the tough losses, I love it. I love it. And one of the coolest things about my life is that I'm Greg Rubel's friend and I get to hang out with Greg Rubel that's just I mean that is the coolest thing you I, I wish I wish Cougar Nation could just hang out with Greg Rubel he's <laughs> he's the best in the business he's funny and uh, and he's just the, one of the best people you'll ever meet and Tana and his wonderful children uh, anyway I'm just kind of rambling on here but the point is I, I love it it's it's great to be a part of it I know sometimes you're frustrated because you want to you want to go to the NCAA, you want to go to the Final Four, and, and most of the time you don't, and it's it's frustrating at times. But man, we've got it good, and and uh, like this team, don't ever give up on BYU, uh, and don't ever give up on what can happen in the future for the school and the program and the team. I mean, this is a great, great thing, and uh, I'm just lucky to just uh, be a little bit uh, a piece of it. And thanks to my family, 
you know, I travel a lot and work and stuff. It's not an easy thing to do, but they're completely 100% supportive. My great wife, Marilee, and my kids, Dane and Stratton and George, George is at BYU and Jordan on a mission. I mean, I, I can't imagine a better thing than having my family involved with BYU and BYU sports. It's been a great, great blessing. I'm just, I just want to keep going, Greg, because I love it. It's sad for me to be over, but uh, like they say, it's always next year, my friend. Oh, good. Just for the season. I was worried. So you're, you are coming back, right? Okay. I'm good. just, I, I'm going to show up until you tell me not to. Well, that's, ne- so that's never we'll going to happen. So if, just, if, just, if I don't show up, it's your fault. Just keep on showing up. All right. Uh, I'll just say uh, what he said. Uh, it goes ditto for me. <laughs> Carter. Carter, the man. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna say and thank Jerem you. Jeremy and Spencer and Mike. My, I mean, listen. It's a lot of people. Takes a village. And did I mention how much I love Kyle? <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it, folks, for the season. Our appreciation to the great Carter Malloy, our control board operator all year. To our BYU Broadcasting Board operators, Tanner Wilkinson, Cole Wissinger, Tanner on the board tonight, Jason Shepard, of course, our studio host all Jason. year long. Man. Yeah. Just telling you, cast of thousands. Mike Tingles, our network manager. Dave Shooks, our coordinating producer. Our thanks to the great people at the BYU Athletics corporate sponsorship team. Uh, to the interns, uh, Tanner and Tommy and Michael and uh, Cam and all the guys we've had to work with this, along with uh, Cole and Tanner Wilkinson all season long. Uh, great intern help. Of course, Kyle Chilton, Mark's already talked about. I second everything Mark said. And uh, that is our crew. And we're glad we were able to bring the 2017-18 season to you. Mark and I pledge to be back together for season number 22 on the headset next fall as the Cougars get back after it with a team that should return pretty much intact with no one graduating off this year's roster. Final score tonight is 86-83. Stanford ends BYU season here at Maples Pavilion. Fun game, interesting game, exciting game, thrilling comeback at the end. Falls a little bit short as the Cougars head home for the year. That will do it. So for Mark Durant... And for Kyle Chilton, our statistician tonight, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in, Cougar Nation, tonight and all season long. We'll talk to you again next season with more BYU basketball. That'll do it. Greg Rubel saying for a final time, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU basketball for 2017-18 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Stanford.